Hi, folks, and thanks for listening today. I'm Pastor David, and joining me is Pastor Brendan. Hey, everyone. This podcast exists to encourage us all um, toward two things. We want to consider and chew on the words of Scripture, and we want to apply those words to our life. This month, we're in Proverbs, so join us today as we read Proverbs chapter 26. Like snow in summer, or rain in harvest, honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Sending a message by the hands of a fool is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. Like the useless legs of one who is lame is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like tying a stone in a sling is the giving of honor to a fool. Like a thorn brush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who wounds at random is one who hires a fool of any or any passerby. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. Do you see a person wise in their own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than for them. A sluggard says there's a lion in the streets, a fierce lion roaming through the streets. As the door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears is someone who rushes into a quarrel not their own. Like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death is one who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Like a coating of silver dross on earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but down in their but in their hearts they harbor deceit. Through uh, though their speech is charming, do not believe them, for seven abominations fill their hearts. Their malice may be concealed by deception, but their wicked wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall in it. If someone rolls a stone, it will roll back on them. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. So, Pastor David, I, uh, I know you were highlighting a bunch of scriptures over there. So, which one? Which are some of the ones that you were highlighting? There's, there's a zillion. Really I mean, good so ones. like the whole chapter. Right? This <laughs> yeah. is like this is a great it's, chapter. It's so good. This is this is an epic chapter, and there's there's stuff that that you just have to talk about, you know. So, um, I like the um, just briefly the swallow, like a darting swallow. An undeserved curse does not come to rest. Just think about how a bird like flips around and flutters yeah. around and says, "If somebody curses you, you don't deserve it." Like it, it just flow flows away, and it's it 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 calls us to be confident, right? That if we're if we're not doing wrong, to be confident and not worry about what people say about us too much, like not to not to let it get to us. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard, but that's that's a, a spiritual reality that we should kind of live into. Um, but I do love four and five, right? So this is kind of the... Um, if you talk to the crowd who says the Bible is, you know, inaccurate or wrong, they're going to point to Proverbs 4 or, you know, Proverb 
uh, 26, 4 and 5, where it says, you know, do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you'll uh, yourself will be just like him. And then the very next one, answer a fool according to his folly, uh, or he will be wise in his own eyes. So what am I supposed to do, Brendan? <laughs> you can't win with fools. Uh. Yeah, you can't win with fools. So what am I supposed to do? How uh, Unpack that for me. So I think uh, it's, it's a situational kind of deal for me. How I kind of look at the scripture is uh, it, there's, there's instances where if you do not answer a fool according to his folly, you know, then you're then you're going to be wiser because you're not going to be like them. But sometimes you need to answer them uh, and, and correct them, or they'll be wise in their own eyes. It's just it's a it's it's trying to use, uh, you know. Unfortunately, we do have resources like we have uh, we have the spirit mm-hmm. um, to to guide us and give us direction, and we have prayer. Um, we have. Um, kind of uh, wisdom of life experience that, that we can use to, uh, to, to figure out if we're going to go verse 4 on one person or verse 5 on another. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's exactly kind of how I see it, is that you know, if you look at this situation and you say, man, if I answer this guy, there could be some movement in the right direction. Yeah. Or maybe even, hey, there's some people around. If I answer this guy calmly, rationally, and lovingly, the people who are hearing him will kind of get the right of it will understand it better then maybe there's some wisdom to that and so what i say is you know not all facebook debates are immoral <laughs> but also a lot are so do not answer a fool according to folly because then you're just sucked in to an endless discussion where nothing can change exactly it's a massive time suck a waste of your life right. and and it can get you all worked up over nothing and yeah you kind over of engage that no, in, into yeah. it and and you're just and they could just be just trolling you, you know? Yeah, you're just talking just, to a 12-year-old on the other side. Yeah, they, they could care less. Yeah. They're just messing with you. They're trying to get a rise out of you. Right. Whereas sometimes you may have another person on Facebook who's actually actually seeking God. And maybe they're, uh, they're, they're you know, attacking, for instance, we just talked about uh, how some scriptures can appear contradictory. Mm-hmm. And, and then you can engage in that discussion in a way that possibly could lead them to the truth yeah and so i think that uh being led by the spirit like you said we have that resource of the spirit and just kind of considering your life considering is this a moment that i have that i can share some truth in a um loving and open way and kind way that might that might move something in the right direction and you know we all get sucked into stupid sometimes and so considering which kind of situation you're in and then applying (laughs) the appropriate proverb is the idea principles not promises right is right. that there are principles here. Anyway, so because there's so much, we have to move on. Um, uh, the next one I got was verse 9. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. And a couple yeah. of days ago, we talked about, you know, um, am I my brother's keeper? Well, it's a proverb, right? It's a, it's a saying that you would say that conveys some wisdom, but a fool would use that to say, no, I'm not my brother's keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? No. But the wise man would say, of course you're your brother's keeper. And because it's a saying from the Bible, the fool would feel justified in saying that they're not their brother's keeper, but they're a fool because they don't understand the context of the quote. Right. They don't apply it right, and they do damage with it like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand. Yeah, or um, misquoting scripture is <clears throat> frequently a way for um, people to be pushed further from the faith. That's right. Um, yeah. So, and we see that the guys on you know uh, TV who will 
tell you, hey, the Bible promises that if you, you know, send me money, you'll be rich and healthy and your family will all be, you know, believers and happy and, you know, all go to Disney World or whatever it is that you, you get a private jet, you know, whatever it is that you think you want. And, um, and they're, they just take little verses out of context. And it's a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Mm. And then, and so it's our job to not be a fool, right? And so, because the damage they do, like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand. I just imagine a drunk guy walking around with a thorn bush <laughs> and how far I'd want to be away from that guy, right? Because he's going to swing it at some point. Yeah. And he's going to cut his hand up with those thorns. He's going to hit his neighbor with those thorns. He's going to leave scratches on, on that guy. Is it the, it's just a, it's a comical situation. This proverb is very comical, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a cartoon. It's on purpose like that. And so it tells you this. And, and it gets it gets even better as we go on. So verse 11, right? Uh, a dog. A dog. Well, verse 10 even. Like an archer who wounds at random. Someone who hires a, a, a fool or any passerby. Or yeah, just, just shooting, shooting arrows. Anybody, shooting it straight up. Uh, yeah, and seeing who it lands seeing on where it goes on. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's just, just stupid, right? And so it's, <laughs> it's, it's giving you these intentionally, I think we're supposed to kind of chuckle at some of these. So as a dog returns to its vomit is 11, so a fool... Returns to its folly. Yeah, that that I wish that was a cartoon, but dogs actually do that. So, <laughs> so like, I mean, I appreciate that they clean up after themselves. Yeah, yeah, right? I guess so. But then they want to come look in your face, and you're like, nah, I'm not. You gotta wait, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then you have the sluggard, and you get all my favorite sluggard verses. So uh, this is the best. In fact, you've you've quoted this verse as we've these. been going yeah. through. Yeah, you've quoted uh, chapter twenty six several times. Right. So you get the a sluggard says there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets, and there's not, right? There's not a lion in the road. Like they, they weren't just lions like running around these cities where they could just be like eating right. people. It's a city. The lions weren't coming to the city to eat people, and the sluggard's like, no, there's a lion. I can't go to work today, right? Yeah. And like we all like there's so much that can cause anxiety. We live in a world of anxiety, and that's what this is what this is describing. It says, hey, don't. Don't just make stuff up for why you can't do stuff. Make your commitment. Do your commitment. And is to, to do otherwise, to make excuses for why you can't do your commitment, that's a sluggard. And it's then it's the calling in work sick kind of concept. When you're not little, sick. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. good. I'm, I'm calling in COVID. It's like, well, you, nobody's had COVID in like six months, man. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, I got it right now. We're like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the, it's whatever it is, right? And then it's the next one is another word picture that I love is a door turns on its hinge so a sluggard turns in his bed now i've been this kind of sluggard right yeah, yeah the alarm goes off and you grab your your blanket and you just roll over and pull that blanket off of your wife right let me yeah. her get up <laughs> and you're just gonna like roll over and roll over and roll over and just keep trying to get comfortable with you know when you stay in bed too long like there's no comfortable way to lay it's time to get up your body is telling you it's time to get up and a sluggard doesn't listen to their body when it's time to wake up they just keep trying to find a comfortable position so they can lay in bed. Smashing that snooze button. Smash that snooze button. And then, <laughs> 15, a sluggard buries his hand in a dish, but he's too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. I just think of a guy eating oatmeal, right? He's got his hand, <laughs> and he reaches in there because he's too lazy to get a spoon. And now he's got oatmeal all over his hand, but he's too lazy to put it in his mouth. And it's just, it's just talking about that kind of self-harming way of sluggardness. Yeah, it leads to... Uh... Lack of nourishment it leads to, you know, like the the person is, is I, I never thought about that particular cartoonish proverb that way. But yeah, he's he's uh, neglecting himself because he's so lazy. Yeah. And I, I, I just love that, like, 
So you'd say there's a lion in the road roaming the streets. Well, that's you not taking care of responsibility with somebody else. Mm. But as a door turns on its hinge, or as the guy won't feed himself, like this guy won't get out of bed, he won't feed himself. And, and so, you know, if we knew somebody like that today, we would say, you know, they're probably struggling with depression. And, and that's, that, that might be true for this guy way back then too. Um, and depression's real. And we talked about it in church last week. Like, you know, if, you, if you're feeling depression, you deal with it. Don't keep mm-hmm. living in this sluggard world. Don't keep living your life um, undiagnosed and unhelped and unaided. It's don't be this sluggard. You know, that's the word they use for it. Like I said, if, if when I meet somebody like this, I think about anxiety and depression. Those are words we put on it these days. Right. Um, but it's the same results. You know, you're not helping yourself. You're not helping those around you. You're not taking care of your responsibilities. And so the non-sluggard thing to do is to get help. Yeah. You know, and yeah. sometimes that's, that's maybe all you have energy for, but Hey, talk to someone, talk get the to help. your doctor, talk to your doctor, talk to pastor, that's talk right. To counselor. And so, and so, uh, it's a little more serious when you think of it that way, but you know, sometimes it's depression and sometimes we're just lazy. And so don't, don't do that. And then, you know... You got 17. Is that where you're right, going yeah, to? Yeah. They grab the stray dog by... And it's not just any dog. It's grabbing a stray dog. Like, right. you, don't, you don't know this dog. That's like right. it's, it's bad enough if you know a dog and you get its face and grab, in its, grab right. its ears. This is a, a random stray dog. <laughs> this is an excellent way to get bit, right? <laughs> right in the face. Right, yeah. It's, it's not good. And so, uh, and so it says that the person who grabs a stray dog by the ears is someone who rushes into a quarrel that's not their own. So more Facebook debate stuff, right? Yeah. It's like most of those arguments have nothing to do with you. And arguments amongst friends and stuff is don't rush into that nonsense. Yeah. Let them work it out. Because if you get in, well, all of a sudden you're on a side and now you're involved and now you've made it more complicated. And the invitation when the dog walks by is to leave it alone. You know, just leave it alone. Truth. And when the argument walks by, this is a wise saying. This is as you you don't have to go to every argument you're invited to. Yeah, you don't have to attend. Yeah. And so somebody can invite you into an argument, and you can be like, "Hey, that's a good thing for me to not talk about," and just turn on those heels and do something else. Yeah. Even if someone, you know, this this one's talking about a quarrel that is not their own but even if someone's trying to start a quarrel with you you know you like you said you don't have to attend right. every because it's not your quarrel like they're yeah, inviting yeah, you to make exactly. it your quarrel like yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna argue with you about politics and you can be like no <laughs> nope yeah i'm gonna argue with you about you know whatever the hot button issue is today and yeah. you can be like i don't have to have an opinion on everything right like i'm not yeah. required to have an opinion on a bunch of stuff and so pro tips for thanksgiving yeah. yeah you don't have to have an opinion you can have an opinion and keep it to yourself but the the pro tip is choosing not to have an opinion and saying, you know what, that issue is complicated and I don't know all the solutions. I trust Jesus and I'm going to let him work it out. Yeah. And honestly, 80% of what your family is going to argue about on Thanksgiving is stuff that falls into that category. Yeah. You don't have to have an opinion. And that, I'd say that to myself. It's a physician heal thyself. That's a, when I talk about <laughs> stuff like that because I love having opinions. They make me happy. Yeah. Um, and then the last one that we had time to talk about on this broadcast was... Uh, or at least that I do, Brendan might have some more, but was 19. It says, uh, um, 18 says, like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death. So it, when it starts that way, like, that's hilarious, right? Like, you yeah, gotta, yeah. like, okay, what is a flaming arrow of death? I saw Robin Hood, right? When they did yeah. the flaming arrows all over their base, it was bad. Right. It says, so like that is the one who deceives their neighbor and says, 
I was only joking. So this is for our teenager crowd who watches the <laughs> It's a Prank Bro videos, right? Yeah. Like they were, were, I saw a video the other day of a guy who just walked into somebody's house. And when the guys got mad, he was like, oh, it's just a prank, bro. And you're like, no, you just broke into their house. Yeah. Like, that's not a prank. That's that's bad. That's a flaming <laughs> arrow of death. Yeah. And they weren't in America, so they didn't get shot. They were in a country that didn't have guns. But in the U.S., like, yeah, you're, you're, you're really risking taking your life into your own hands. Yeah. And, and what people will do for fame and for to be, like, seen as popular and cool uh, is often stupid. And, and this is like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death is those who deceive their neighbors and say, I was only joking. It was yeah. only a joke, man. Calm down. You don't be mad about it. It's just a joke. And it's like, it's a joke to you, but to them it's serious. It's hurtful. Yeah, yeah to them it hurts. And to them it, it, can, it can hurt their feelings. And, and I would say that um, it's just another one of those proverbs. And, and this one, uh, I've never thought about this one this way. But uh, I live right now in a culture where it's just a prank. It's just a prank, man. Yeah, it's just a prank. Is a common saying after people do really mean things to other people on video and say, yeah. oh, calm down. It's just a prank. Why are you so mad? I was like, well, they're mad because you, you humiliated them. You hurt them. You, you made them look a fool. And most people don't enjoy looking like a fool. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's the ones I have. Pastor Brennan, did you have anything that you want to talk about? I I think I got most of them. You know, there's there's really uh, there's a lot of good stuff, and we could we could spend another hour going through all of these. But uh, but we uh, are encouraging you as the listener too to go through um, through these these uh, these verses in, in chapter twenty six and see which see which proverbs are really speaking to you. Uh, what what uh, what is God um, using through this passage to to speak to your heart? And uh, we hope you join us uh, tomorrow. We're going to go into 27 and as we uh, wrap up this last final week of Proverbs. But thanks for joining us. Goodbye.